It's time to win, and you can start right now with a new Toyota from Modesto Toyota. So let's go. Come grab the keys to your new Toyota. You can count on Modesto Toyota for great savings. Come in and check out all the new models and deals, or go to ModestoToyota.com and see all the new incoming vehicles, then just pick out the one you want. You can get great prices and special lease deals and save big time on gas with the many hybrid cars, SUVs, and trucks. Check out the all-new electric BZ4X at a low price or an incredible lease deal. Yes, it's time to win and time to grab the keys to your new Toyota. You know, since 1965, Modesto Toyota has had thousands of happy customers like me because of the great service and great prices. So let's go grab the keys to your new Toyota and win big time. There's no dealer markup and the time has never been better. Come find out for yourself at Modesto Toyota or ModestoToyota.com. That's what Jeremy Appel talking about. Uh, where in the world is Wall? Where in the world is uh, Carmen Sandiego? Where in the world is uh, Tim Linscombe? Uh, Jeremy's got a ton going on. He's got a really cool new podcast out that's very different. I like, and then Free Room, uh, Free Rome Brewing Company, and he's always on with uh, Tolbert and Cove. So it's our pleasure to uh, welcome Jeremy to the show. He joins us courtesy of the guest night. What's happening, man? Good to talk to you again. Oh, nothing, man. We're just hanging out here in Nashville, actually checking out a few things. I'm at a conference here that. Uh, I come to every year, and uh, they moved it to Nashville, so we got to go down Broadway there and hang out, listen to a bunch of good music, and have a few beers. It was great. Well, what, Jeremy, it's FP. What, what's the conference about? Is it one of those where, like, everybody comes down the lobby at, like, 5, it's all shady, and it's, it's just like you guys all have badges on, my name is Jeremy? Like, what is it for? Is it a beer conference? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not a beer. It's SCI. It's called Safari Club. It's a big hunting conference, but uh, we do different hunting gear and different different scenarios like that so we're here every year and i'm part owner i'm not part i wouldn't say a part owner i'm a minority investor uh actually in a group called kuyu which they're out of dixon uh, the camel company so they're here every year so we're just kind of hanging out and checking out a few some outdoor adventure stuff and then uh yesterday was such good weather my wife and i were like you know what like let's not go to the conference let's just walk down broadway and hit a few of these uh bars listen to some good music and so it was a great time just hanging out uh, relaxing, but uh, most of them are hunters or anything like that. So, so they don't get up. They're not getting up at five in the morning with their name tag. We're just walking <laughs> out. So it's pretty, uh, pretty good though. We're having a good time. Is that a big league city? Man, I don't know. You know, with the, they got the NFL, they got the hockey, but I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know if they're going to have, that might be spread a little too thin for this city, you know. I, I I don't know the risk on that. I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios in play. I just feel like if you put too much stuff in a city like this, because think about music, all the musicians, there's so much stuff to do. To me, it almost becomes like San Diego, where there's so much other things to do outside. It's like, eh, I got other stuff to do, you know. There's so many, I don't know if I'm going to come to a baseball game, you know. So I don't. And if you do, it's going to be such a tourist-type fan. I don't know if you're going to have, like, legit fans. So I, I mean, especially with the summer. I mean, that's a tough call for me. I, I don't know if it would do real well or not, but I know they're trying. But I, I just don't know if that would be a successful thing. Jeremy Affeld joining us. All right, uh, obviously, you're a big beer guy. Uh, I listen to you and Tom every single week. Free Rome is your brewing company. Did you hear what uh, the Giants announced this morning, what Larry Bear announced this morning? I heard cheaper beer. Yeah, how about that? There, so a 14-ounce so a, uh, beer is going down 
from fourteen dollars to nine. I mean, that's a that's a, that's a fair amount. Somebody told me because I'm not a math guy that that's thirty five percent. So I'll take their word for it. I mean, that's that's a yeah. that's a big jump or a big that decline. Is, that is a big that is that is that is a big decline. I was like, well, they're not selling my beer. Always <laughs> hang with them, you know. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm sure they got to do something. I mean, you, the reality of it is, is you're getting into this situation now where you're charging so much for a ticket. I mean, I was even sick of shock when I went in as a. So I didn't really pay attention to that stuff when I played, and I remember I went to a game and uh, I sat down there by the by the team and I was sitting there. I was like, I'm going to grab a beer. I jumped downstairs, and it's so funny how you retire and it's like I don't expect anything, but it's actually really funny. You walk up and you expect a beer, and the guy's like, "Whatever, fourteen bucks." And I was like, "How much for a beer?" And he's like, "Yeah, fourteen bucks for a beer." And I was thinking, man. In my selfishness, when I first retired, I was like, how about I just put my World Series ring on and say, give me a free one. <laughs> you know, but but wow. you're yourself in this, you do that, but then you pay it. And you're like, 14 bucks. And you sit down, you look at this beer for 14 bucks, and you think, man, I mean, I was very thankful they gave me a ticket. And I was like, but if you bought a ticket, one beer, and then I'm used to looking up in the stands sometimes, and you look around, and there's people with like eight or nine cups. And you're like, Holy crap! Fourteen bucks a—you're dropping a hundred plus dollars on just beer. Then you have food. Then you have a ticket. It's expensive, and so for me, it's—I I actually kind of was like, if you're gonna, as a fan, I could see where it's like, if you're gonna charge this all this to me, you better win. You know, I'm not coming to watch you know sixty and a hundred. Like I better, you know, so I can see where. Like I need to, I need to get something out of this deal, so I can see where I actually kind of was like, man, I'm kind of empathetic towards fans that are really angry about not, not seeing a winning team. But you know, I, I kind of, I, I can see where you might got to drop the price a little bit, man. It gets expensive for everybody, and the economy is not getting any better. And you know, so I could see where it's like, hey, we got to make some adjustments and uh, keep fans in the stands. So I'm glad they're doing something. It's time to win, and you can start right now with a new Toyota from Modesto Toyota. So let's go. Come grab the keys to your new Toyota. You can count on Modesto Toyota for great savings. Come in and check out all the new models and deals, or go to ModestoToyota.com and see all the new incoming vehicles, then just pick out the one you want. You can get great prices and special lease deals and save big time on gas with the many hybrid cars, SUVs, and trucks. Check out the all-new electric BZ4X at a low price or an incredible lease deal. Yes, it's time to win and time to grab the keys to your new Toyota. You know, since 1965, Modesto Toyota has had thousands of happy customers like me. Because of the great service and great prices, so let's go grab the keys to your new Toyota and win big time. There's no dealer markup, and the time has never been better. Come find out for yourself at Modesto Toyota or ModestoToyota.com. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit JustCapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. When Jeremy's talking about his World Series ring, for those of you that don't know, that thing's like a black American Express card. If you wear it out, you just have it on your hand, and you go to a restaurant, yeah. or you get pulled over by a CHP, whatever. They want to see the ring. You get off a ticket. You don't pay for anything. It's true. 
And I want to know, Jeremy, like with when your experiences. I, I was lucky enough to be have a 2010 one, and I I was at a yep. bar one night and I passed it around to Giants fans. I didn't see it for an hour, and oh. everybody, people were crying. Yeah. They were taking like pictures of their hand and shaking and crying. And it's got my name on yeah. it. If you steal it, I know where to, I'll find it. So I just didn't care. It was my local bar in Folsom, and I passed it around about 200 yeah. people. It came back in like 35 minutes. And and the last person that gave me had tears in their eyes because they had been waiting for 52 years to see the Giants win the World Series. So it's such a special sure. thing for other people. Jeremy, do you ever have any experiences with your ring like that where you just like you saw the power of winning a world championship and the power of the ring? Man, I don't know if I saw the, 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 the actual ring because I don't wear it out a whole lot, you know. But I will tell you this, like when I after the 2010 and that was probably what you were seeing similar to that. I was, uh, we, cause we all had our beards, right? Cause the whole beard thing. And then Willie just kind of ran with it with <laughs> the beard. But, you know, I, we all grew our beards for the playoffs and we didn't shave until we were done. And I remember the first thing I did was when we came back, I was like, I'm straight shaving this thing off. Like, I, I, I can't, it's, I feel like I got lice, you know, or fleas. I'm itching like crazy. And so I went into a barber shop right there on, uh, on the Embarcadero. Got a haircut for the parade, and she's giving me a shave. And I was sitting back, and she had the straight razor, like, on my neck. <laughs> and she was, like, shaving me. And this woman came in, and she looked at me. And she she said, she literally walked right over, and she goes, oh, my gosh, are you are you Jeremy? And I said, uh, yeah. You know, and I was trying, and she's like, you don't understand. Started crying. And she's like, my family, my father, we waited all this time. Like, you don't see what you did. She starts, then she starts kissing my face. I got a straight razor on my neck. She's kissing my forehead. (laughs) (laughs) The lady is cutting my, my, shaving my beard. Like, ma'am, you need to step away. Like, I've got a straight razor on his neck. So she puts up, takes it off. She's like, you can't just start kissing the guy (laughs) on the forehead when I got a razor on his neck. Like, but she was just overwhelmed with this, like, I think excitement, but also like, just like, I just because she said, "You understand, our family came together. We watched it. It was just a special moment. Like, it, it was a pretty interesting thing after 2010. 12 and 14 were really awesome, but I think the 2010, the reason why it was so empowering was because the amount of people that had said, "We've been waiting our whole life to see this. We've been our fans our whole life." Like, so that was what really brought a reality to me on on what a team does when they win a world championship. Our good friend uh, Jeremy Affelt is joining us, Sean Lund, FP Sam Tangelo here on the Sports Leader. So I, we got to ask you about these rules because, and I wonder how you would have done. So a, a clock in baseball, just in general, what, what, did you, what are your thoughts on these rules, and how would you have fared if you had fifteen seconds to throw it? Uh, hey, what hitters? I'll guarantee you, what hitters aren't telling you is they're probably scared of that rule because sports. And, and when you deal with sports psychologists and you deal with the mentality of the game, they're going to tell you that if you can throw a pitch in under 12 seconds, I think it is, between the last pitch, the hitter, their brain is only recognizing the location of that last pitch. So I tried to pitch as quick as I could because I don't want them getting comfortable and set up to where they can make an adjustment to me. I want their brain. Say if I fire a pitch high, high and outside to a righty, right, and he tracks it up, well, if I can get my next curveball off, you know, after that pitch in less than 12 seconds, he sees that ball up the same exact spot as the fastball, and he'll stop and take it, and I get an easy-looking punch out, right? 
So for me on the on the clock, I'm actually not that disappointed in because I think that pitchers need to get a rhythm and they need to be able to work quick and understand how the benefits of a pitcher versus a hitter when you do work quick. The so I, I don't mind that one. Uh, I, I just think that you should do it anyway, just because the pitchers understood that they'd want to do that. Them forcing it is just, you know, the whole talking heads up there in, in the commissioner's office that are making up a bunch of crap to try to make this game better. But uh, I, I think that it, that one actually, even though I'm against like 90% of their new rules, that one there I think they accidentally ran into, but I do agree with it. Yeah, I mean, as a hitter, we step out, we think about the sequence, we think about what you're thinking, try to think along with the catcher and slow the game down, Jeremy. You know this better than anybody. You were into the breathing and the visualization, the mental side. Like, I would step out if it was going... There were some at-bats, it would be 0-2, and I'm like, wait, what the hell, it's 0-2 already? And you just like take, want to take a deep breath and figure out where you're going, what you're going to do, what the yeah. catcher's calling, based on how dumb I looked on the first two pitches, and then you try to That's formulate right. a mini game plan within the at-bat... And now I'm just getting in the box and oh man, yeah, yeah. I think big time advantage to pitchers right now with this with oh, this yeah. shot clock. Yep, I, I do. I, I think that that is what it is. It's an ad, it, this one is an advantage to pitchers for sure. So what about the throw over too? When you're talking about like the, a lefty looking right at the guy, you get two disengagements from the ramp mound. Jimmy, first of all, let me preface this question with I've been asking it to different players here for like two weeks. I'm sick of talking about it. I'm anxious to see it. My my overall take on this, if you care, is that I think it's dangerous to mess with baseball this much in one year. It, it, well, yeah. It's, it, it's honestly dangerous to mess with baseball for the most part in general. And I know they're trying to like, well, we got to adjust to all these different things, but called America's pastime for a reason, and the purity of the game is the purity of the game. And when you start trying to do too much to it, it causes a lot of problems. And you're all of a sudden you're expanding bases, and you're like you're doing this pitch over thing three, you can only do it three times. So what someone's going to do is they're going to find a loophole. And you're these some of these some of these runners are so fast and they're so quick, they're going to force you to throw over. And if you don't, they're going to take the bat. So they're going to get these leads that you as a pitcher should be like, I need to I need to pick over on this. But they're anticipating that. And so they're going to get all these different analytics and they're going to get all these computer things like, he throws over this much, he throws over this much. If you get, the, you know, so they're going to find this loophole where I see some of these fast guys, they're going to end up taking some bags pretty easy because if you can't, if you can't throw over, then why wouldn't he just why wouldn't he just run right when you get the ball? You might as well just you might as well just you might as well just give him second base. Like uh, you throw it three times, you miss, you get a free pass to second base. It, it just to me, there's just so much stuff that you're you're basically. I guess I, I I think that when you mess with it and the amount of people now that are trying to figure out all the sequences, you're basically giving it to them. That's like telling a pitcher, man, if you throw three straight fastballs in a row, you're not allowed to throw a fourth fastball. You're not. You gotta throw something else. Like you're 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 giving them the strategy and I, I don't understand why that rule should ever be put in play because I really frankly don't think there's that many pitchers that pick over that many times in a row to even put something in that in play, but be, when you, you completely take it away now you're creating an advantage. You're creating a guy to try to figure out strategy. You're tr- 
you got a lot of people thinking on this one. And it's just the commissioner's office, honestly, being ignorant of the game. you got a commissioner in there that, frankly, probably didn't know much about the game before he got put into play. You know, and, and now he's trying to make all these rules and, and why I think the, why the players union is even somewhat agreeing to it is beyond me. But I, I just think that we're, we're doing too much and it's, a, it's laughable, to be honest with you. It's a joke. It's time to win, and you can start right now with a new Toyota from Modesto Toyota. So let's go. Come grab the keys to your new Toyota. You can count on Modesto Toyota for great savings. Come in and check out all the new models and deals, or go to ModestoToyota.com and see all the new incoming vehicles, then just pick out the one you want. You can get great prices and special lease deals and save big time on gas with the many hybrid cars, SUVs, and trucks. Check out the all-new electric BZ4X at a low price or an incredible lease deal. Yes, it's time to win and time to grab the keys to your new Toyota. You know, since 1965, Modesto Toyota has had thousands of happy customers like me because of the great service and great prices. So let's go grab the keys to your new Toyota and win big time. There's no dealer markup and the time has never been better. Come find out for yourself at Modesto Toyota or ModestoToyota.com. What's up, folks? Anthony Armstrong here. Bob Popple, along with Super Bowl champion Carl Banks. Hey, NFL fans. This is Solomon Wilcox, former NFL safety and host of the Believe in Bengals podcast. Catch my show and all 32 Believe NFL podcasts. Listen in to former players give their inside perspective on your favorite team. Search Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. It's always football season, wherever you listen. Hey, two things, uh, free room, uh, the free room, uh, brewery. And the second thing is, and I, I was listening to talk uh, to Tom about this a couple of weeks ago. And then I went back and listened to a couple of your podcasts. And I think it's a brilliant idea where everybody in, 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 in our world, in the media is always wanting to talk to everybody about how successful they are and what made them successful. But you talk about the other thing, which we all have to deal with, which is how did you get through the tough times? I think that's a very cool concept that you got going. Yeah, man, I, I just think that there's so many people, you know, when you talk about successes and people get tired of talking about it, like when they're successful, people want to know all these tricks. And frankly, to be honest with you, some people don't even know that there is a trick. Like you, you talk to some of these people that are super successful. It's like, well, what do you do different? And some of them just don't do anything. They just are successful, right? They don't have necessarily a story or they'll make up something or they'll say, say something here and there. And, and, and people are kind of like, we've talked so much about people's successes or their be, ability to be successful. It almost becomes cliche in the answers. Everybody has heard those answers before, but you've never really said, man, why don't you just tell me your story? Why don't you just tell me you were successful, but what was it that got you there? What, what, what happens when all of a sudden there is a storm hit? You're successful in business, but your family fails. You're successful in business, but the next thing you know, you I mean, I I know it sounds morbid, but it's not. It's actually people want to tell it sometimes. Like, I'm successful, but all of a sudden, what happens when your kid gets sick? And there's no amount of money that's going to save your child. You know, like, how do you handle that? How do you handle those things? How do you process those things? How can you encourage people when they're going through a similar storm? What did you do to get through it? Because you've got to still maintain life. You've got to push through life. And how do you recover joy again through a storm? Like, Sometimes just telling your story and, and making yourself human is what people don't get asked. 
And so I was like, man, what if I just pull people on? And I was like, just tell me your story. Just tell me something people don't know. Everybody gets exposed when it becomes a success. Oh, look how successful they are. Tell me what they don't see. You know, because that's what people are going to learn from. Because the real person, the real human, is the, is, is, is the being that says, man, I'm successful, but let me tell you something that went wrong in my life and how I handled it and how I could still be successful or how I came out of it or how I became a better person because of it. And that's the story that people, I think, want to hear. And most people want to tell, just no one asks them. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm super excited. I've had some great podcasts. I, I just did, you know, Amy G's was phenomenal. Uh, and it was, a, and I think Cynthia was phenomenal because she's always the interviewer and no one ever asked her her story, you know? And so she did a great one. I just got done. I'm going to launch uh, March 6th. I'm coming out and Buster's podcast. I talked to Buster. I mean, we get, we get the, I got to pick his brain a little bit and people, you know, he, you know, he went through a lot and he talked a lot about his ankle and his adoption and all that stuff. And you're looking at a hall of fame catcher. Everybody wants to talk about how good he is. And I just want to talk about, tell me how you handled it on the human side, you know, and off the field. And it was a great podcast. I'm looking for Pete Ford to that launch on March 6th and stuff like that. I'm, I'm super excited about it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's called Built for the Storm. Make sure that you check it out. It's a really cool podcast, different angle on things. I think it's awesome. And the brewery, you got a ton going on. Hey, thanks as always, man. Thanks for the insight. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thank you. Take care. Jeremy Alfo, great podcast. Doing a nice job. And he's got the beer going on. He's in Nashville. It's a busy dude, man. It's time to win, and you can start right now with a new Toyota from Modesto Toyota. So let's go. Come grab the keys to your new Toyota. You can count on Modesto Toyota for great savings. Come in and check out all the new models and deals, or go to ModestoToyota.com and see all the new incoming vehicles, then just pick out the one you want. You can get great prices and special lease deals and save big time on gas with the many hybrid cars, SUVs, and trucks. Check out the all-new electric BZ4X at a low price or an incredible lease deal. Yes, it's time to win and time to grab the keys to your new Toyota. You know, since 1965, Modesto Toyota has had thousands of happy customers like me because of the great service and great prices. So let's go grab the keys to your new Toyota and win big time. There's no dealer markup and the time has never been better. Come find out for yourself at Modesto Toyota or ModestoToyota.com.